Come in. Thank you, gentlemen. That's a good song. Satisfied. That's a brand new group, these fellows are. I think it'd be tall and skinny to be in that group right there. And uh, we can fix that skinny part after a few pizza parties. And uh, But anyway, uh, that is the Voices of uh, Revival uh, 2022. And I look forward to them uh, traveling and representing uh, the college and the ministry. And I appreciate my wife and Brother Joel working to uh, prepare our tour groups. Open your Bibles again to Acts chapter 16. I want to preach tonight on the subject, <clears throat> the benefits of prevailing uh, prayer. I, uh, I, I had planned to preach a sermon three weeks ago on prevailing prayer. And I did not, I waited for another week and another week, and I believe tonight is the night that I uh, was uh, to preach on prevailing uh, prayer, and uh, the songs tonight certainly prepared our hearts uh, for it, and tonight the benefits, the benefits of uh, prevailing uh, uh, prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, <clears throat> I'm thankful uh, for the privilege and opportunity of prayer and the fellowship that we enjoy in our time of prayer. Uh, Lord, I pray that tonight uh, we will be encouraged to continue uh, in prevailing uh, prayer. I do not come as a pastor to scold or to preach at a church trying to get them to pray, but being very thankful as a pastor uh, that uh, serves with the people who are people of prayer. And I thank you, Lord, that they have prevailed with me and I with them. And we've seen you answer many, many prayers made tonight. Encourage us to keep praying on. And Lord, continuing. And Lord, if there are those that have not yet learned the importance of prevailing prayer, that tonight they would be challenged to do so. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. <clears throat> There are several kinds of prayer in the Bible. And I'll not go through all of those, but obviously there are simple prayers of thanksgiving. I think those are important. As we sit down to eat our food, it is a reminder that God provides everything that we have. And I think it is the first type of prayer, one of the first types of prayer that we teach our children and the importance of being thankful for our food. I think there's a devotional prayer that is very important for families. I think children should hear their fathers and hear their mothers pray. I like devotional prayers. Those are simply prayers asking God uh, to help us follow the instruction of the scripture uh, that we have just read in a family devotion and asking God to guide us and uh, to direct us. There are other uh, types of prayer, uh, but, but tonight I want to focus on what I'm uh, calling prevailing uh, prayer. The word prevail, uh, it means to outlast. It means prevail, prevail. It's like travail. Uh, prevail means to outlast. It means to have victory over a problem, uh, victory over an enemy, uh, victory over opposition by prayer to God. We have convinced God uh, to move on our behalf and the victory is won. We have prevailed over our enemy not because we outlasted them, but our faith in God and our prayer to God 
that prayer moved God to bring victory uh, in our life. Now, there are two parts to the prayer of Acts chapter 16. And uh, here we find in verse number 5, the churches across Asia were doing well. Now, this is not modern-day Asia. Uh, the modern place would be Turkey. This is Asia Minor. If you looked at your Bible uh, maps, and this is where uh, the uh, churches uh, of uh, Revelation 2 and 3 are. And uh, things are going well. The church has been established. Uh, the churches are growing. And Paul decides that he will go yet again throughout uh, the uh, country of Asia. Uh, perhaps plant more churches, uh, perhaps plant additional works there as the Lord had blessed and things that were going well. And there are three different places Paul said we were going, uh, but he said the Holy Spirit forbade us. said, no, Paul, I don't, I don't want you to go there. So Paul said, we'll go here. And uh, you see along that uh, uh, northwestern coast there of Asia Minor, uh, Paul said, we'll go here. It seems that there was a time of question. I'm not sure if there was any frustration, but sometimes the delay we have in getting a peace from God about an answer to a specific prayer, Paul certainly did not have peace as we go through this passage of Scripture until you come to verse number 9, and the Bible says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a, Macedon, a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. I don't, I don't think this was a dream. I, I think that God was very real in this, and this man from Macedonia is telling Paul of the need that's in Macedonia. Look at verse number 10. There's obviously a peace that comes. And after he had seen the vision, immediately, immediately, Immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, uh, Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. There are two sides of this praying. I think Paul is spending time in prayer saying, Lord, direct us, guide us, show us where to go. Paul wanted to do the will of God. I don't think there's any of us uh, that would question that but also believe that there was one or two or five people in Macedonia that said, we need a preacher in Macedonia. And I, I don't think they were sending emails asking folks to apply, but I do think they were on their knees saying, God, give us a preacher. God, give us a preacher. God, give us a preacher. There are folks right now in a certain place in Canada, and I've communicated with them more than once. They're praying, God, give us a preacher. There's at least a half a dozen places uh, in the United States right now. They're praying for a preacher. By the way, if you're one of those that's praying for a preacher, you need to put more emphasis on the prayer than you do on the emails and uh, on the applications. Now, Paul, so you can say amen. amen. We need to understand that this matter of prayer makes a difference. It makes a difference in a lot of ways. But I believe uh, that there were folks in Macedonia that were praying, God, give us a preacher. And so Paul said, uh, we're going to go here uh, to Bithynia. And the Holy Spirit said, no, 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 I, I don't want you to go there. The Holy Spirit knows that these folks are praying for a preacher. Paul said, well, I'll go to Mysia. And the Holy Spirit said, no, you can't go there. 
So Paul in the night sees this man from Macedonia. And he says, come over. He, the Bible says he prayed Paul. Uh, so he sincerely uh, uh, asked Paul, please will you come uh, to give the gospel. Now there are many uh, blessings that come from this. Uh, Paul, had he uh, done what he intended to do, the gospel would have gone east. Uh, this answer to prayer brought the gospel west and eventually uh, to America. That's another uh, uh, time and another, uh, another uh, thought and direction for another message. But I want you to see prayer made the difference of the folks in Macedonia and Paul's life. It will not take time to read Daniel chapter 10, but in Daniel chapter 10, he prays for three weeks. The Bible doesn't say just before I went to bed I prayed for 30 seconds while I was putting my pajamas on. I mean, he spent three weeks that he was spending time in prayer. It was a prevailing, it was a wrestling match. It was a difficult time. It was not an enjoyable time. Prevailing in prayer is not enjoyable to the flesh. But Daniel got the answer from God because of three weeks of prayer. Amos prevailed for revival in Amos chapter 7. The Bible says of God, as Brother Dallas preached so well uh, this week in the Passing the Mantle Conference, uh, that God repented or God changed his mind. And rather than judgment, uh, God brought blessing to the land. Why? One man prevailed in prayer. Uh, there are some that would say, I don't believe one man can do that. And you won't. And you won't. I believe one man can. I believe one man can prevail in, in, in prayer with God. Jesus prevailed in prayer. Prevail means outlasted. Prevailed means won the wrestling match. Doesn't mean win by forfeit. It means to prevail. Matthew 4 and Luke chapter 4 both tells us the story, both tell us the story of how Jesus was led uh, of the Spirit into the wilderness. And there were 40 days of prayer and fasting, prevailing prayer. I'm glad tonight that I'm in a church where there are many Christians who know how to prevail in prayer. Prevailing prayer is when a burden is so great that it consumes us day in and day out until the answer comes. It should be noted that Satan himself is typically a part of the opposition that requires prevailing prayer. Prevailing prayer is spiritual warfare. Now, sometimes we, uh, we, 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 we lose uh, uh, the reality of what warfare is. Spiritual warfare is difficult. Nobody enjoys spiritual warfare. The only reason I work to win spiritual warfare is I don't want to be defeated by the devil. I don't want to be destroyed. I don't want my life to be wrecked and ruined. And so I enter spiritual warfare and by prayer. Many battles have been lost that could have been won except there was no prevailing prayer. Perhaps it was for a city. Perhaps it was for someone that was sick. Perhaps it was for someone that was out of the will of God and the battle was lost because no one was willing to pay the price of prevailing, outlasting, wrestling in prayer.
prayer. The work of this church has brought me many times to the need of prevailing prayer. I am thankful this evening to be able to say that many battles have been won as a result of prevailing prayer. We prayed together. There are children in this church who prayed. There are teenagers in this church who are praying teenagers. There are adult men and women. I'm talking about some great prayer warriors, people of God, that we have prayed together and prevailing prayer has won the battle. Commonwealth Baptist College and the campus called for prevailing prayer. More than three years of prevailing. More than three years of wrestling. More than three years of working to outlast the opposition. And I could go through a list of things that we fought and so many things were against Commonwealth Baptist College. Now, after these 20 years, getting reports every single week of folks that are being saved and lives that are being changed because we won in prevailing prayer. Now, we could not do it alone. So we said, God, we must, if we're to accomplish your will, we must have you to move on our behalf. I want to tell you when the devil gets involved and it becomes a spiritual warfare, there, those nights of prayer are long and they are difficult. And there are times that the flesh says, why don't you just give up? You're not going to win. Sometimes the flesh is tired and weary and maybe you're there tonight. I want to say, don't give up prevailing prayer. Keep on praying. Commonwealth Baptist College is a result of prevailing prayer. Circle C Baptist Ranch was birthed in prevailing prayer. I'll never forget going to the Mercer County City Council meeting. I said Mercer County. The first piece of property we found where Circle C was intended uh, to be built. Beautiful piece of property. I never heard. I, I, I'd never met the folks. I'd never seen them. I'd never seen. I'd never heard so many foolish and ridiculous things that was said. They said we had planned to do. I didn't know. I mean, I thought we were just going to have summer camp. I never heard so many attacks. I never heard such foolishness. I'm careful to say this. There were folks, they were so public in their attack of our church of untruths. There were folks that died early on natural deaths. I don't know if that's why, but that's when it happened. Now, we were in Garrig County, and, uh, and, and, and there was times of prevail. There was wrestling. There was outlasting. Thank God it's there. Lives have been changed. Our lives have been touched. Marriages have been salvaged. Missionaries have been called to preach. Young people have surrendered their lives to serve God. Young people have stayed with their surrender because of Circle C Baptist Ranch prevailing prayer. This property is a result of the most difficult prevailing prayer. More than eight years of prayer. 
more than eight years of struggles and battles, looking at other properties, wondering what the first time I stepped on this property, I was cursed and threatened to never come back to this property. When the sign went up that this property was for sale, my wife told me about it, and as soon as she did, I remembered what the fellow said. He wasn't kind about it. And I found out that that fellow had passed away. And, and it was just amazing what God did. And I watched. There'd be a day that good news would come, and a day that bad news would come, and good news would come, and bad news would come. It was an obviously, it was an obvious prevailing in prayer. It was an obvious spiritual warfare. We're still in that battle. And, 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 and that steel out there is a result of prevailing prayer. We've been waiting on that. We've been praying for that a long time. We built this building while we've been prevailing in prayer for that steel. And the battles aren't over. They're not. But thank God I have a God, dear friend, that nothing can stop or slow or hinder the power of an almighty God when God's people get a hold of God in prevailing prayer. There are people here tonight. You would not be here. You would have been destroyed by Satan. But because of the prevailing prayers of a dad and mom, you're in church tonight. The patriotic rally of 2002 was a result of prevailing prayer. And if there's another rally July 1st, 2022, a call to revival, you will only succeed through prevailing prayer. Prevailing prayer is importunity in prayer. It is battling in prayer. No person of success in the Christian life succeeded outside of prevailing prayer. Now there are many benefits in prevailing prayer. I want to give you several. I'll not preach about each of these. I just want to list these and I'm not going to preach long but I want to give you these things. First of all, when I prevail in prayer with God, no matter what it is, maybe it is this property, Maybe it's a construction of a building. Maybe it's a new ministry, the camp, the college, uh, or another ministry. When I prevail with God in prayer, one of the benefits, God changes me in ways I do not know I needed changing. My time with God, God changes me in ways I do not know I need changing. You see, I learned to yield to his changing my life in prevailing prayer. Many times I go to God with what I think I need, but it's while I'm there prevailing in prayer, I find out what I need. And sometimes I have to be changed. I have to be changed in attitude. I have to be changed in surrender. You see, the presence of God changes me. God changes me in a way I do not know I need changing. I, dear friend, desire to spend time with God so God can make me what I ought to be. And I learn what God wants, what God wants is better for me than what I want for myself. Let God change you and he can change you in prevailing prayer. I didn't say bedtime prayer and I'm for bedtime prayer. 
I'm for prayer for meals. I'm for devotional prayers. I'm for prayers in the car for safety before we travel. There's so many times we simply bow our heads as I prayed today. I prayed the prayer. I pray every Sunday, uh, Lord, give our buses safety as they travel and give them souls for their labor. I, if I didn't believe that God would answer that prayer, I wouldn't pray it. I believe God answers those prayers. I believe today as a part of the result of 14 people being saved. It's because of God's people who pray and say, Lord, help save and speak to the hearts of those that need to be born again. Number two, a prevailing prayer. Prevailing prayer. Second benefit, a relationship with God is developed. This morning we learned about the mother in Matthew chapter 15. She came to God. She came to the Lord Jesus to find help for her daughter. That's why she came. She wanted help for her daughter. But what she got was help for herself and for her daughter. I want to say that prevailing prayer, it helps us in our relationship with God. As you pray for a, a son or a daughter, especially in those teenage years, teenagers, they work, they want to do right. Oh, but the battle is real. And the temptations of the world and the flesh, they are real. And the devil works to destroy. Hey, listen to me. Encourage young people. Don't be critical of young people. Sometimes they have a bad day. Sometimes they're down. Sometimes they're not as enthusiastic about serving the Lord as they are other times. They don't need your discouraging word. They need your encouraging word. And as we pray for our children, and oh, how I pray for my children, and oh, how I pray for my grandchildren. Oh, as I pray for them, I get close to God. It helps my relationship with the Father. I'll give you the third thing. I'm going slower than I intended to. Number three. Obviously, number three, prayers get answers. Prayers get answers. Every Christian here tonight ought to be expecting some answers in their life. I mean, you ought to be praying about a lot of things. I read the Bible when I was a boy, and it said, Open your mouth wide, and I fill it, and I've had it wide open as a baby robin since I was a young Christian. That's what he said to do. That's what he said to do. He said, open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. I'm amazed. I'm overwhelmed at what God will do for just a simple country boy that believes in him and spends time with God in prayer. God answers prayers everywhere you look tonight at this property, at Clays Mill Road, at 3440 Versailles Road, at Bethel Road, and in Lancaster and Garrett County. All of that is answer to prayers. Amen. The outside tabernacle, it's an answer to prayer. Every cabin, every family cabin, it's an answer to prayer. The house, it's an answer to prayer. The old tents that are nothing but rags but were used as canvas cathedrals to, uh, to have chapel in and lunch in and everything else in in the beginning. Those were answer to prayers. Thank God for answer to prayers tonight. How many answers do you have? Oh, listen, you ought to be praying tonight. You ought to be prevailing with God in prayer. Criticize Jabez if you want, but his borders were enlarged because he just asked God to do it. Uh, he thinks he's something. No, he just knows how to get a hold of God in prayer, that's all. 
Nehemiah rebuilt Jerusalem walls through prevailing prayer. Peter was released from prison because of the church's prevailing prayers. You can't receive it if you don't ask. Prayer wins. Prayer gets answers, number four. Prevailing prayer helps me find direction in life. Now, I may be praying for something that's not asking for God for direction in my life. But when I seek God in a major area of life or a major need or looking for victory, it helps me find direction in every area of life. Gives me direction for marriage. Gives me direction for family. Gives me direction for life. You know, being close to God, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to prevail with God in prayer and finding direction in life. Oh, how it gives you boldness in witnessing. Boldness in sharing the goodness of God. Number five, time with God provides strength for every part of life. The Bible says, pray that you enter not into temptation. Prayer for the church gives me strength in every area of life. Prevailing prayer, it gives me strength. Time with God, time with God, time with God. You say, preacher, it sounds like we ought to be spending a lot of time in prayer. I like the way Dr. Corll says it. He says uh, prayer is getting God on the phone in the morning and shouldering the phone the rest of the day. Don't call God in the morning and tell him goodbye. Call him in the morning and tell him good night before you go to sleep. Walk with God in prayer. Let everything be a matter of prayer. Let folks go ahead and laugh or mock whatever they want to say and do. Make prayer a matter of every part of your life. Ah, oh, but prevailing prayers when we're working to win, we're working to overcome, we're working to defeat an enemy, the devil, or even our flesh, and we ought to work hard. We ought to work even harder at defeating this sorry old flesh of ours. And I need to spend time with God in prevailing prayer. It gives me strength. Number six. Prayer helps me align my will with God's will. When I pray for someone or something specific that is a difficult prayer, I look for examples to follow in the Bible. And I find often that their goal and their intention to do a work for God is good, it's right, it's holy, it's just. But it's not always what happens or their plan isn't carried out. But God's will is carried out because they attempted to do the will of God. It's all right if God says, no, I don't want you to take that road. I want you to take this road. It's not my will. It's God's will. But prevailing prayer helps me to be in line with the will of God. Paul didn't say, well, if I can't go to Bithynia and preach, I quit. I'm going to join the thumb sucker crowd at church. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to join the poochy lip crowd. I, I'm, I'm not going to do anything if I can't. Paul wasn't interested in doing his will. He wanted to do God's will and prevailing prayer brought his will in line with the will of God. As I look at the book of Ezra, as they went to rebuild the temple, well, the struggles they had. I've been there. We've been there. We're there in a part of it even now. 
I see the book of Nehemiah. I see the book of Daniel. I read their struggles. I read their battles. I read their long hours. Sometimes folks say, Preacher, I've just had a tough time. I've just had a tough time. And, and, and I'm not making light of that. But, truth, uh, but, but friend, the truth is, that's the way life is. If you took the Psalms out where he was praying, you wouldn't have 100, where he was crying in his prayers, you wouldn't have 150 Psalms. If you took out the Psalms where he was in a battle or fighting and, 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 and distressed, you wouldn't have maybe 25 or 30 Psalms. But God puts in there the reality of the battles. Ah, but thank God for the victory that comes through prevailing prayer. And prayer helps me to align my will with God's will. Number seven, prayer is key to being filled with the Spirit of God. Prevailing prayer. Now, when I got saved, when you got saved, we got all of the Holy Spirit there was to get when we got saved, but he didn't get all of us. But prayer helps me to be less of me and more of him. Spirit-filled, basically what we're saying is to be spirit-controlled, yielded to the fullness of the Spirit. So as I spend time with God in prayer, it is a key to being controlled by the Holy Spirit of God. You're not going to be spirit-filled as a result of a ball game. You say, well, there's nothing wrong with a ball game. There's not, but you won't get spirit-filled there. And you may get filled with the Spirit, but it won't be the Holy One. Now, I'm not against ball games. I'm not. But you, and you don't get filled with the Spirit fishing. Anything wrong with fishing? No, but our lives are full of things there's nothing wrong with, but you don't get filled with the Spirit of God fishing. You don't get filled with the Spirit of God camping. Preacher, you're going to preach against everything, everything I can think of. I'm not preaching against those things. I'm just saying that's not where I'd be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit when I spend time with God in prayer. I, I'm, I'm trying to emphasize a connection with God in prayer. And I understand, yes, you can pray while you're camping and fishing and watching a ball game. It's doubtful that you will. But there ought to be specific times and prevailing times of prayer where we are controlled by the Holy Spirit of God. Number eight, prayer brings more than answers. It brings miracles. You know what a miracle is? It's an impossibility that takes place. Throughout the word of God, we find miracles. We find them in every book of the Bible. As we read through, I've seen so many miracles as a result of prayer. Sometimes I break my prayers down into smaller parts. It's probably for me. To finish this building, at some point it was two and a half million dollars. The prices are up and down every day. Wood prices in the last two weeks have gone way back up again. And basically the price is what it is today. It's hard to get prices, but somewhere around two and a half million to finish the building. And I prayed for two and a half million dollars. But as I looked at the next step, I said, we need $330,000 for phase five and six. I know we need that. But I began to pray sometime, uh, probably three weeks ago, Lord, steel is paid for, construction of the steel is paid for, insulation is paid for. Then we need to raise $330,000, Lord. I want, I want to ask you to give us $400,000 
before it would have been last Tuesday. And I began to pray specifically, and I'm not talking about just, just occasional. I'm talking about I spent time with God in prayer. On Thursday morning, two weeks ago, my phone rang when I answered the phone. A fellow said, I read an article in the Sword of the Lord. He said, in fact, I read it to my wife. It was a good article. He never did tell me what the article was. I wish he would because I'm going to have it published again. <laughs> he didn't ask me anything. He just said this. My wife and I were praying, and we want to give a gift to the building fund, and we want to give $400,000. And that's a specific number that I've been praying for. Specific number. Here's what I've learned about my prayers. God doesn't answer all my prayers for the rest of my life. He just answers prayers that keeps me right with God and keeps me trusting Him every day. You see, how long we have to prevail in prayer until Jesus comes? Prayer brings miracles. Number nine, prayer helps me to become more like Christ. I'm supposed to be less of me and more like Him. In that time of prayer. You know what the Bible said of Moses? When he spent time with God, when he came back, his face did shine. Basically, they said, you're sunburned. He was God-burned. Do people around you know you spend time with God? Prevailing prayer. And so tonight I say, I'm not preaching at you and trying to get you to pray. I believe you pray. I don't think... In fact, I know we wouldn't see God's blessings as we see them unless we as a church, as a family, prayed together. And I want to say publicly tonight, I want to say to the children, thank you for praying for this preacher. Thank you for praying for this building and these properties. I want to say to our teenagers, thank you for praying. You may think you're not making a difference. Look around you. You're making a difference. College students... Keep on praying. You're making a difference. Say, preacher, it seems hard. It is hard. It is hard. Ah, but it's victory. We win. Many of you have been here with me for years. As I introduced the staff in our Passing the Mantle Conference on Thursday, I was blessed as one man after another. I've been here 10 years, 15 years, 18 years, 20 years, 25 years. Thank you. Let's keep on prevailing together. Stand with me, if you will, Heavenly Father.